Hello and welcome to this week's micro lesson, which is a quick shot in the arm of thought-provoking content to help you in your sport, your work and your team. Over the last few episodes, I've been asking all the listeners to send across some questions through to hello at sportingedge.com because I really want to make this show as useful and as helpful as I possibly can. I've been really pleased to receive a range of questions which I'll feed into the next few micro lessons. But today's is from Guy, who has a great question about teams navigating challenging times. Hey, Jeremy, it's Guy here. In my work as an organisational psychologist, I often come across teams that are going through a difficult time. I wondered if you had a view on what binds teams that are going through adversity. Well, firstly, thanks for your question, Guy. And I'm assuming from the word adversity that you use that this is something enduring and long term rather than an abrupt shock or an acute period of pressure. So I think we can look at this from a number of different levels. This is a little bit left field, but the example that I want to share of a team that faced huge adversity is the ANC comrades who stood alongside Nelson Mandela in prison for 26 years. Now, a detected guy, a slight South African accent, so this might be of real interest to you. If you listen to episode eight of this podcast called Mandela to Mars, Lessons from Isolation, you'll have heard the two inspirational guys that I met, Ahmed Katrada and Dennis Goldberg, who were in that remarkable band of brothers. It really is a remarkable story because Ahmed Katrada especially, there wasn't a huge amount of information and evidence against him, so he didn't really have to go to prison. But he was so desperate to support Nelson Mandela that he stayed with him right until the end. And he used the line in the podcast, when we commit to something, we shouldn't commit wildly but commit fully understanding the consequences of our actions. So I think while we'll never really appreciate the level of isolation and adversity that they faced in 26 years on Robin Island, I think it tells us that if we want to be in a high-performing team, we're very likely to be pushing the limits, breaking new ground, and that's painful, frustrating, and there'll be setbacks along the way. So we definitely need to be ready for that and don't commit wildly thinking it's going to be a walk in the park. And that means when the turbulence does come our way, we're ready for it. This is when the great leaders and the social leaders in our team stand up and they're able to redirect all of the frustration and the bitterness from setbacks that our teams face, and they focus that and double down on the team's effort. This is about more than the project. It's a test of character for each of the individuals in a team that's facing adversity. And this is where the second incredible guy in that podcast, Dennis Goldberg's insights are so relevant because he spoke about his life being a life of service, having purpose to help other people to succeed. And I think in times of challenge and pressure in our teams, we can become very short term and very self-focused. And in the prison the ANC group, for example, celebrated each other's birthdays. They celebrated different religious festivals, even though that wasn't their particular religion. And they celebrated anniversaries and Christmases and all the different elements because those moments of shared celebration together were, were moments that bonded the team together. So there were similar insights of selflessness from elite sport teams as well, where 
they don't just think about themselves and what they can get out of this team, but they start thinking about how they can make other people in the team more successful, even in these challenging times. So at a time when you might be feeling low, helping others gives you more self-worth and makes you feel more valuable to that team. And this can help us to regain traction on our goals. And it also helps the individuals that we're trying to inspire and support as well. So it brings that shared sacrifice together. Imagine being part of a team that isn't breaking apart. It's actually looking out for each other and thinking about how they can help you to navigate those dark times with increased strength and confidence. And then I think the final thing is, if this adversity is enduring for the team, does it suggest that we maybe need a change in strategy? I know many businesses at the moment are rethinking and redefining their business as a result of the great pause. Maybe the market shifted, maybe the dynamics of the consumer that they're working with has shifted or or some of the internal pressures have forced a reorganisation. But I think when we start to navigate extended periods of adversity, it's not just about being stoic and being stubborn and keeping our heads down to get through it. We need to stay open to new ideas, to better ways of doing things. And that also takes that curiosity and courage at the same time as we're trying to manage these difficult times. So in summary, we've got these great teams that anticipate adversity. They're pioneering. They know that adversity is part of breaking these boundaries and they embrace pressure as a privilege in getting there. They've got a really exciting sense of where they're going and what it will feel like to be victorious through this challenging time. And that adds to their motivational fuel. Then there's this sense of purpose, thinking about something bigger than ourselves. Ahmed Katrada and Dennis Goldberg were incredible role models of that. They couldn't overthrow the apartheid regime individually, but together with their network, by being personally resilient and showing solidarity together, they overthrew their oppressors. And then we've got the individuals in a team that are trying to help each other to be selfless and supportive, to focus on each other's strengths rather than blaming each other and knocking each other down. And slowly but surely, by helping everyone to be at their best around us, that will lift us all up and help us to navigate this swamp that we're in at the moment. And then that ability to stay open-minded, to reinvent and to adapt and to come back stronger in a different way than we've ever played before. That's another key attribute of teams that are going through adversity. So we can't always prevail and, and teams can't always win and make it through these tough times. But I think what we can do is ensure that we're part of a team that does everything it possibly can to work together with with the strengths of the individuals around us and commit 100% to that greater cause rather than being in a team that looks to protect each of our individuals, cannibalizes itself and then looks back wondering whether we could have made it at all with a different approach. So whatever situation your team is in, I really hope this message spurs you on through the difficult times and that you have a great week. Until next time, good luck.